Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insights series on coronavirus, what businesses need to know now. Hi, I'm Krishna Lynch, Senior Healthcare Risk Management Consultant at Zurich North America. I'm clinically trained and have over 20 years of healthcare experience. The evolving COVID-19 pandemic has created so many challenges for businesses, not least of which is helping to prevent the spread of the coronavirus in their workplaces. In this segment, I'll be sharing tips for those U.S. companies that have, after consultation with their respective legal counsel, decided to take temperatures of their employees when they report to work. In March, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission announced that employers can now conduct temperature screenings of their employees provided they are based in areas where the state or local health authority has declared widespread transmission of COVID-19. The reasoning behind this measure is that fever is one of the three most common symptoms of COVID-19. The other two are coughing and shortness of breath, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. What constitutes a fever? a temperature reading of 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or higher. It's important to note that these screenings have some drawbacks. I will share three of them. First, coronavirus-related symptoms may not appear until two to 14 days after exposure to COVID-19. Second, body temperature measurements may not be conclusive because some people with COVID-19 will not have a fever. Third, temperature screenings are most conclusive when a person has not taken medications that may reduce fever. In other words, some people may intentionally or unintentionally suppress their fever by taking fever-reducing medications. Examples include acetaminophen, which includes Tylenol and other over-the-counter brands. Another is ibuprofen, such as Motrin or Advil. Aspirin also can reduce a fever. For businesses that do decide to conduct temperature screenings, it's important to consider privacy and social distancing policies. Respect employee confidentiality. Conduct screenings in a private space so that the monitor reading will not be visible to other employees. Follow social distancing policies established by the CDC. Employees waiting in line should be able to stand six feet apart. Another alternative that promotes both social distancing and confidentiality is to take temperatures while employees are in their cars. However, this is not always feasible. The CDC offers no recommendations on the use of personal protective equipment for those who are taking employees' temperatures. These individuals may or may not be healthcare professionals. Generally speaking, the types of personal protective equipment required are based on the risk of being infected with the virus while working, as well as the activities that may lead to exposure. Personnel taking temperature screenings should follow standard precautions of hand hygiene and respiratory coughing etiquette. They also should wear personal protective equipment, such as gowns, gloves, and face masks. 
that are specific to exposure to COVID-19. I would like to share some additional tips for employers who choose to conduct temperature screenings. The personnel assigned to take temperatures should have the skills and knowledge to do so, as well as the ability to accurately interpret the results. Thermometers should be properly disinfected between uses, according to manufacturer guidelines. There should be a clear understanding of what will be deemed an elevated temperature. Employees who appear to have symptoms such as fever, cough, or shortness of breath when they show up to work should immediately be separated from other employees, customers, and visitors and sent home. The same goes for those who become sick during their workday. When an employee's temperature is found to be elevated, it should be treated as confidential employee medical information. It should remain protected while employers act on that information to protect the health and safety of others in the workplace. It may be prudent to keep documentation of the actual temperature readings for any employees who are sent home due to a high temperature. If an employee has a fever and reports symptoms such as cough or difficulty breathing, they should be directed to call their healthcare provider for medical advice. If they develop emergency medical symptoms such as severe breathing issues or persistent chest pain while at work, medical attention should be sought immediately. Employees who experience COVID-19 symptoms before they come to work need to understand that they have responsibilities too. Communicate to your employees that if they experience any cold or flu symptoms, they should stay home and notify their supervisor. If an employee is taking one of the fever-reducing medications I mentioned earlier, they also should not come to work. The same is true for any symptom-altering medication, such as Dayquil or Mucinex, that combat symptoms of a cold or flu. It's not worth the risk. Employees who have symptoms of acute respiratory illness are recommended to stay home and not go out in public until the CDC criteria to discontinue home isolation are met in consultation with their healthcare providers and state and local health departments. Of course, be sure to consult with your legal counsel before implementing any of these recommendations. Finally, I want to add that the COVID-19 outbreak continues to evolve and the federal guidelines that allow temperature screenings could change. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission advises employers to continue to follow the most current information on maintaining workplace safety. Thank you for listening to this segment of Zurich's Risk Insight series on coronavirus. Stay healthy and be safe.